action. <laughs> Five seconds. Man, we have a we we were uh, we're very excited about this uh, this podcast. About We've, this argument we have coming up. <laughs> no, no, we have a lot. We have a lot to cover. We do. Um, and and it's exciting. It's um. Why is it exciting? Well, because I've been wanting to to talk about it, and and it really could not have have been a more perfect situation uh-huh. that Cinco de Mayo is this week, and then we're coming back. We just got back from Mexico. From Mexico, yes. yes. Um, so we we <laughs> we we made it. We did our vacation. <laughs> Welcome. We're still married. There is still a podcast. Well, and I just think it's so funny that you know Renee and Betty came in here and decorated it up like Cinco de Mayo, and it. <laughs> crazy that we already had all this in our house i know well <laughs> because you dude you're like the saver of crap no you're I mean, a, look, you're these, a hoarder of bullshit no i'm not these are like multi you hoard look, they bullshit have a clip you can put it in your hair they have a little stick you can use them on a napkin i bullshit. mean those get used for a lot of different stuff bullshit. photo shoots with delilah it's bullshit. all kinds of stuff and we don't have enough room for all your bullshit dude <laughs> Like we're running out of room and every freaking holiday. And so Cinco de Mayo, first of all, is such a bullshit holiday, right? It, it's, it's, it's supposedly, do you even know what Cinco de Mayo is? No, I just, it's Cinco de Drinco, but it's like Mexican Independence Day, from right? Who, from, I know that. It's Mexican from who? Independence Day. The French. From Spain. Oh. The French. Okay. And who didn't beat the French? I mean, you know Are we I mean? sure that's like, right? Or are we just like spouting a bunch of BS Google right it. now? Google okay. it on your phone. I would like to, yeah. just to make sure. Just to make sure. Yes, because people are going to get offended. Okay. You know how you know the world we what live in is now. Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Okay. So I'll go ahead. An annual celebration held on May fifth. It's observed to commemorate the Mexican Army's victory over the French Empire at the Battle of Puebla. Yes. Okay. And I, I assure you, people in Mexico could give a fuck. <laughs> It is a created holiday for the states because we live in a world where, oh, well, St. Patrick's Day is a thing for the Irish. And, well, you know, Black History Month. Well, what do the Mexicans have? You know, let's give them February. Let's give them, you know, September. You know, let's give them Cinco de Mayo for the Mexicans. It's all bullshit. But it's, it's fun it's, to celebrate. It's, a, it's an opportunity to go out and drink tequila and drink uh, Coronas. I'll be having That's, a margarita for sure. Are you really? Tomorrow, yeah. We're, we have a work lunch tomorrow, and it's at a Mexican restaurant. Well, we live, Mexican food we live in Texas. So in Texas, your options are Tex-Mex or barbecue. Yeah, Those are yeah. the options. But um, I will say that that as a, as a, a kid, uh-huh. because um, my mom, Miss Dora, a lot of her cousins are still in Mexico. Uh-huh. So as a kid, back in the day, we would always go and visit our, our cousins. And I loved it because they all had ranches, uh, meat markets. Mm-hmm. So we would hunt. We would go and herd cattle. We'd slaughter cattle. It was a lot of fun. You would slaughter cattle? They have a meat market. And the meat market that they had, they would get the cattle from their ranch. Yeah. So it was. I used to love... Going and then and then somewhere you know obviously in the past ten or fifteen years we've just we haven't felt comfortable going back to Mexico especially driving we used to drive 
Right. Yeah. We used to go to Sabinas Hidalgo and go visit our cousin, my mom's cousin. How long cousins. is that drive? It was like four or five hours. It's it's kind of oh, close to 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 Monterrey. Yeah. Um, but I used to love it, and it was beautiful, and it was it was a lot of fun. Um, it was a really cool, I, and I never back then it never felt um, dangerous. Like we would just wander the streets, and yeah. I would hang out with with the cousins that were my age, and they'd be like, "Hey, we're gonna ride our bikes over here," and we would, you know. Yeah. Um, so then. Fast forward, Renee wants to get married um, in Mexico. Yeah. So where do we go? We got married in Campeche, Mexico, which yes. is like this beautiful colonial, not touristy at all, little town, cobblestone streets, a beautiful historical town square. Well, it's a world historical town. What it's, it's like um, UNESCO, U-N-E-S-C-O. I forget World Heritage. I forget what the abbreviation stands for. But it was cool but. because they had all these um, structures that were set up to keep pirates away. Actual forts that yeah, still forts exist. Yeah, forts that still exist. We ended up having our um, rehearsal dinner on um, on one of those forts. Yeah, I think was, we talked about that in one of our first yeah. podcast episodes. And, and you know, there was it, it, it was called Hacienda Wyamon, which is Wyamon. U A Y A M O N. And it actually got built because Mel Gibson had filmed a movie out there called Apocalypto. Well, it didn't get, it was already built. It was already there. It was an old, it was actually an old rope factory. A hacienda in the working factory in like the 1800s. In the 1800s, what was really cool about it was um, because it was kind of, um, you know, the people that worked on in this hacienda also lived there. Yeah. So they had a tiny hospital. They had a, a church, a, a Catholic chapel. church, a chapel. Um, and then they had all these like, um, you know, the main house for chow and to eat. And then they had all these little casitas villas or... and casitas all over the place. And, and we, um, we found this place because my goal was like, I was, I, I personally did not want to get married in Mexico, but, uh, Renee always gets <laughs> what she wants. I as, knew that was exactly what you were going to say. As we're learning, uh, Renee always gets what she wants. Um, so I told Renee, one of my things was, I don't want to get married in like, and nothing against other people getting married in Cancun, but I don't want to get married in Cancun where there's three other weddings. Yeah. And uh, other people around that aren't guests at our wedding. So Renee found this hacienda where we literally for the weekend rented every uh, room. Yeah. So we uh, controlled the property. It was all our guests. It was all our wedding. We could do whatever we wanted. If we wanted to go swimming at, in the swimming pool at two in the morning, we could. They didn't care, yeah. right? Um, and then, oh, and what was really cool is they made you know depending on what time of the year that you're there depends on the menu. Oh, right, because they grew. It was like farm fresh, farm, farm to table. fresh to table. They grew the vegetables. Yeah. Um, they're on premises yeah, and it, I mean, awesome. it was, it was crazy. Cause it was like a, a, um, rainforest. You were in the jungle. You were for sure in like the jungle there and, in Mexico. And, and there's this tree in the middle and you can look it up. It's Hacienda, Hacienda Wyamon. And there's this huge tree in the middle and we had our wedding underneath that tree and it was really beautiful. And hundreds and hundreds of years old. Like you stand, there's a, I think we have a photo somewhere of you standing in the roots well, there's, of the tree. There's four of us standing at the base of the tree and yeah. we're not wider. We're shoulder to shoulder and we're not wider than the trunk of this tree. It's huge. Yeah. And then one, one of the, we had gone there um, a day before and Ponch and Kiki joined us <laughs> and we were checking out. Um, <laughs> 
like you have to walk through these little pathways uh-huh. to get to the different rooms. And, and Renee and I were, uh, Ponch and Kiki wanted to see what room that they were going to be in. So we're going through the trails and, and because it's a rainforest, they were all mossy the rocks. And, and slippery, these little trails. And, and, uh, Kiki goes, Oh my God. Um, you know, it's going to be tough walking through these She's when like, we're, totally when we're drunk, it, walking back right? to the room drunk. And, and then Renee goes, if we're lucky and then eats shit <laughs> in, white like, pants. in white pants, literally <laughs> just eats shit as she, she turns around. If we're lucky and then boom, on her ass eats shit. And it was the funniest thing. And I just have green and black smeared all down. And that, that whole weekend we just go, if you're lucky, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it really turned out to be a, a beautiful wedding, but a, a lot of our friends and family i think we ended up with 44 guests is that right somewhere around there yeah um and a lot of our family and friends would not go they were afraid to go to mexico yeah um at this point you know well and we had said we didn't say like no kids so we left it up to like the families if you feel safe traveling with your kiddos bring your kiddos if you don't whatever but I think at that time, a lot of people, and I think because it wasn't like a spot everyone knew, they didn't know what they were going into, people chose not to bring children, just kind of right. on their own. But, I, you know, I, I literally spent, I, I saved every dollar I made so that we could have this wedding. Yeah. I, I saved every dollar because I insisted that I was going to pay for this wedding. And, and we, were, we also paid for a couple of excursions. Uh, not the actual excursion, but the, the travel. Right. We paid for everybody's travel to the excursions. And, and man, I, I really wanted um, for me to pay for this wedding. And, and it wasn't cheap. And, it, and it, it really turned out to be a beautiful wedding. And, and even to this day, um, several of the people that have been to that wedding are like, it is the best wedding we've ever been to. You know, and, and I mean, it was just a different experience. It wasn't, it was not um, they, a typical Mexico wedding. They handed us a list of shit they can do. And I just started checking all of it off. I'm like, oh, churros at midnight? Yeah. Uh, Fireworks show? Yes. Uh, Fire dancers? Fire dancers? Yes. Photo booth? Yes. Right? The one thing that we said no to, because we thought it was a little ridiculous. I don't remember. What was it? Where they said that they would send a burro. Oh, with a tequila cart on its back. Yeah, yeah. And a Mexican dude would walk around. With a freaking burro, yeah. right? Yeah, on the on the uh, item list, it said burro cart, and you and I were like, "What's that?" <laughs> and we're like, "Yeah, I don't think we need. We don't need a burro taking a shit on I was our." Gonna say, on our... <laughs> no donkey shit at the wedding, please. Um, and then we had mariachis, and 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 what was crazy is they were like, "Okay, the mariachis can be in all black or all white." That was cool, right? So we ended up doing all white, which I had never seen before. It was awesome, and those twelve of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had musicians. At the actual chapel, uh-huh. um, that were like they were um, students from like the music institute there. Yeah, town. it was like violins, and I mean, it was it was an, yeah. an amazing wedding. And I didn't know we were going to use Cinco de Mayo to talk about our wedding. I well, talk we about Mexico, and, yeah. and I was I was really proud of myself. If I'm being honest, I was very proud um, of what we had accomplished. You know, and, yeah. and me really and. <laughs> But you did such a good job with all the design and, and all the things that you, all the details. Right. And, yes. and the funny part is, um, my cousin Abel, who me and him grew up very similar. Um, and we're both, we both grew up working at a very young age with fathers that put us to work 
at a very young age. Yeah. And Abel, Abel goes to dad and he says, Hey Joe, you know, you, you really should say something like, you know, you should talk at the wedding. Right. Yeah. And dad gets on stage and he goes, you think this is something special? This is nothing. And if you think life's easy, it's not. And you have to work hard in life. Like, I just remember him saying, life is hard. Life is hard. <laughs> and you better work your ass off if you want to make a difference in this world. Like, just like this. You know, just a traditional wedding speech. <laughs> right. It should have been a speech, like, to me. I, we don't We don't need everybody to hear. I don't like, think there was anything about love in his speech nothing. at all. I mean, he was like, this is bullshit. You think this is special? And, I, and I'm so proud. I'm like, yeah, it is pretty freaking special. <laughs> So special, as a matter of fact, it was so special, this okay. place. Fast forward, Sofia Vergara decides that she's going to have a 40 birthday, 40th birthday party yeah. at Hacienda Wyamon, where yeah. we stayed. Yeah, yeah. Then, all of the sudden, my mom, who watches novellas, mm -hmm. is losing her shit and calls us. She goes, there is a novella yeah. filmed... In Hacienda. That was so cool for our parents because my parents started watching it too just because they were like, oh, I know that spot and I recognize that spot. And, and I told my wife, I gave you a novella wedding. I gave you <laughs> what Sofia Vergara wants for, for her, her 40th, 40th birthday. birthday party. I gave that to you. I'm channeling my inner novella star today. You look great. And You're my wearing wardrobe a, and my big old false eyelashes. Wearing a little dress, mm -hmm. looking good. So fast forward, that was the last time that I had gone to Mexico. Was that really the last time we'd been to Mexico? Was when we got married? Oh, no, no. Maybe we went to Cabo. Oh, then I went no, to Cabo. No, that was before yeah. we got married, right? That was before we got married. No, no. Then I went for a, a comedy festival, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. To Quick, Cabo. But that was like quick in and out. Yeah, to Cabo. But I did, I, I, let, let, okay, so first of all, we stayed at, in Cancun at Hyatt. Ziva. Oh, you're Ziva. talking about our vacation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We stayed at Hyatt Ziva, an all-inclusive resort um, in Cancun. Well, it, it is all-inclusive and, and our friends, Jen and Jeremy, they go there all the time. So that's, they enjoy um, Hyatt Ziva. And I owe them a huge thank you because had it not been for their encouraging, I don't think we would have gone. Yeah, and Jennifer almost got us killed, but let, we, we haven't got to that. We haven't got to that part yet. Okay. Um, so first of all, what what did you... Oh my God, Steve like? was making me crazy because every day he kept asking me, do you really need this? What's so great about this? And I was like, what is not great about this? Are you like, are you for real? No, no, no. You're being really unfair. Okay. You're being really unfair because I did not, I did not do that. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> Let's go back, okay? <laughs> I wanted to pay for this vacation, so I booked a gig in Portland, Indiana, Saturday. Yes. Now remember, that Saturday, we're leaving to Mexico on Sunday. Is that correct? That's correct, okay. yes. So, me and Timmy go to the airport Saturday, early, early, early in the morning, uh -huh. right? So that I don't miss Friday. Wait, I thought we were going to talk about the vacation. We are. We're going to get there. Okay. But, I, but I'm saying that before, people need to hear what happened to me before you sit the here. The hell you went through to be, get to Mexico. Yes, before you sit okay. here and go, well, Steve was a grump. Okay. <laughs> so. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. The whole time, Steve was like, what do you need you about this? You seem a this? little self-conscious, Steve. I'm always very self-conscious. That's why I'm a comedian. <laughs> That's why I'm a comedian. So 
Um, we, we fly out early to Portland, Indiana. Now we have to fly into Indianapolis. It's a two and a half hour drive to Portland, Indiana. Okay. Okay. So we land at about two or three o'clock. We get to, um, Portland, Indiana. And I'm like, you know what? I have a few hours, probably three hours before showtime. I'll rent a room so that I can shower, freshen up, lay down for a little bit. Yeah. There's no rooms. Rick, there's not a room to be found Which in Portland, seems Indiana. To me, unless there's like, unless well, they were having an event. No, they COVID, had an event. COVID like l- capacity. No, they had like a like a a like a derby, like a race car derby in town, and everybody was like, "Oh no, it's derby. It, you can't get a room. It's derby." So now we check all four hotels in the whole city. Oh well, okay. You didn't say there's only there's only four, four hotels. Okay, zero zero vacancy. I find myself and Timmy in a Walmart parking lot, just sitting in the car, watching TikTok, whatever. For four hours? For four hours. Okay. Okay. Now we go to the venue and the venue is um, like a hall. It's not a comedy club. It's like a hall, right? Okay. I don't have a green room. I don't have a green room. I have like the closet. There's not even like a hallway? There's a table. Chairs and it's in a big closet. I get there, I I change, I put my my show boots on, show show clothes on. Um, I have to go to uh, the restroom there to brush my teeth, to do my fix my hair, right? Do you at least have like a sort of private restroom? No, I like the public everybody else's restroom, right? Um, The show was awesome. The show was fantastic. People were so appreciative. Um, it was, it was sold out. I mean, it was just a great show. Yeah. Okay. Show's over. And remember I'm flying out to meet you in Dallas at 6 a.m. Right. We're meeting at the Dallas airport. My flight is 6.09 a.m. out of Indianapolis, which means that I have to be there by 4.30, 4.45, right? Okay. So we drive back another two hours. Now it's one o'clock in the morning. And I tell Timmy, let's just get a room by the, by the airport that way I can relax for a few hours before I have to get on the plane. No rooms. Zero rooms. Mm-hmm. We are going from hotel to hotel and we're getting further and further away from the airport. And then all of a sudden Timmy goes, well, there's a casino. <laughs> and I'm like, well, instead of sitting in a Walmart parking lot, let's go to the casino. Of course. Right? Why would you not? And I want $4,000. Uh, but that's not a big part of the story. I won 4,600 total, total 4,600. You get so randomly um, lucky like that. It's insane. Well, it's I'm insane. a good person. I'm a good person. And, and God knows that. Where were um, you playing? Craps, of course. So, um, I find myself in the airport at three 30 in the morning. So you just gambled till it was time to go to the airport. Yes. Went to the airport at three 30, right? Mm-hmm. What got on a plane, met you in Dallas. We go into the Admiral's Lounge, Rick. I finally have a place to sit down. And I sit down and I fall asleep. And Captain Evil over here decides that it's a good idea to film her (laughs) husband asleep snoring. And I woke up because she was filming me. I heard her talking about me. Did not hear me talking about you. Watch the TikTok. Watch (laughs) Renee's TikTok. You see my eyes open. 
You right, right at the end, my eyes open. That was like take five. So and, you've and, been sleeping a long time. And, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, are you serious right now? Like I haven't showered. I've been awake for more than 24 hours. I've had zero beds to lay on. Right. So we finally make it. It was, that was rough. We I finally make it to rough. Mexico, Rick. And I am sick. I'm sick. My tonsils have swollen up. I could hear it in my voice. I'm not feeling well, right? Didn't complain. Didn't complain. Okay, I don't know if you didn't complain. What scared me is we get there. And by the way, right now, Mexico is such a pain in the ass because you get there, you got to fill out all this paperwork. Maybe that's going through customs all the time. No, 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 no. I'm talking about at the resort for the COVID BS. Oh, gotcha. So you have to fill out all this paperwork. Then you have to go meet with the doctors that are on premises to set an appointment and then I, I don't even know this. I didn't know that I needed a negative test yes, you to did. get back into the States. I didn't know that. So we get there. I'm feeling sick. My tonsils are swollen, right? I'm you not went feeling to a casino well. and touched the dice and all right. those germs. So we get to the thing and they're like, oh, no, no. We have to set an appointment for you to leave Mexico. You cannot leave. Me- then then they go. You have to take a COVID test 72 hour within 72 hours of leaving. Before you can come back. And then back. it takes 24 hours to get your results right. back. So you got to time it, right? So now it's Sunday. They go, "We're not going to get you you're not going to get tested till Tuesday." Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm already sick. Right? And then by the way, Rick, But it's Mexico, you can go to the corner and buy drugs. Yes. Like prescription antibiotic drugs. So literally right next to uh, the Hyatt Ziva was a uh, place. Renee goes, I'll go get you a Z-Pack. Because fuck you if you're going to ruin my vacation <laughs> being sick. Right? So by the way, Sunday night, we go out. We have drinks. We hang out. I'm sick. Sick. Right? Renee gets me the Z-Pack. I start on the Z-Pack. And then I have high anxiety. Because I'm so afraid that I'm going to test positive. But, and I, I kept and trying the, to talk you off the ledge because swollen tonsils are not technically a symptom of COVID. And I didn't really think it was COVID. But you had all these awful, anxious thoughts in your head. Because it's Mexico. Having to quarantine in Mexico for 14 days. It's and not Mexico. Able to get back to our kids. If, if Mexico comes back and says you're positive. Am I going to argue with the Mexican government? Yeah, but it's Mexico. They're, they do if shady shit. If there's one place you can pay someone to get a positive, a negative COVID test, oh, <laughs> Mexico right. would Dude, be Dude, I it, was already right? going through everything I could go through in my head. Like, okay, first I'll bribe them. That's, <laughs> I will give them $500 to get me the hell out of here. Because if I have to quarantine in Mexico, they made us sign a paper that said you will pay full price for a room. Oh, so now it's become a, like... An added little business, you can buy insurance. The insurance when you check in tries to sell you the hotel tries to sell you insurance. So for like thirty five bucks, if you get a positive test, then you can stay for two more weeks for your fourteen day quarantine. But anyway, so now it's a business. They sell you essentially COVID insurance should you have to stay two weeks longer. But Rick, it's Mexico. If they want to say I'm positive, now I'm going to be away from my kids for twenty one days in Mexico. Pain and losing two weeks worth of work? No, yeah. we would rent I, a car and drive or something. We would find a way to get home. From fucking Cancun? It's 48 hours than your Braunfels. I checked. <laughs> um, no, so I, I got anxiety. Yes. And I feel 
as the as the man of the house, mm-hmm. uh, as the husband, as the father, that is my responsibility to take care of my family. Oh, well, I already knew what I was doing. You were going to stay in Mexico in quarantine for two weeks, and I was coming home. <laughs> and I would have made that sacrifice because there's no way that I'm leaving my kids without a parent for two weeks. Sure, However, yeah. as the as the father, as the, the I, I think I'm the head of the household, that I need to take care of my family. And I have a real sense of I want to do what's best for my family all the time. And and you don't think I do? And when you I got to Mexico. You make statements like that. And you make statements like that on vacation that make other people in the room feel like we don't feel the same way about our children. I, you like mom shame. I don't think that you don't feel the same way. I just don't think that that you are as hyper aware of all the things that could happen. No, I am aware I handle it differently than you do. Instead of getting anxiety about it, I prepare for that. So I spray hand sanitizer on my hands constantly. Like I I don't put myself in situations around a lot of people I socially distance. Like so, so so that I have peace of mind and I'm not stressed and worried about it. My biggest concern about this vacation, so that we can get into it, mm-hmm. is I didn't like feeling like there was risk. Now, there's always going to be risk, right? There's always going to be risk, right? But I start thinking, what if I get positive, right? Now I'm stuck in Mexico, which is really, really far away from the States. So, but that's anywhere. That's a lot of places to travel right now. If you go to I, I, Puerto Rico, the Dominican Republic, the Bahamas, lots of places. I'm St. Thomas, St. Thomas. And that's why I'm saying. Hawaii. And that's why I'm saying at the moment... Let's not go there. During COVID, why put ourselves in a situation where there is a possibility that things could be a problem? And after we started talking about it, I I agreed with you. Like the reality of being stuck in another country for 14 days longer than you planned away from your children is awful. And Renee, you're a klutz. If you're lucky, (laughs) you fall you hit your head. I walk into street signs. Yeah, you walk into street signs. You hit your head. You get hurt. Right? Right. Now what? We're in Mexico. Yeah. Right? If if my sickness when I got there had been COVID and COVID had affected me in a way that it affects some people, I don't want to be sick with COVID in Mexico. I got the, I got to Mexico and I was sick. Yeah. I mean, I would open my mouth and my tonsils were so swollen that they were choking me. That's how big they were, Rick. It was crazy how sick I was. But for my wife, I sucked it up. I went out every day and I hung out with with, um, my wife, Jen and Jeremy. And we had a good time. Yeah. Now. I had a great time. You had a wonderful time. (laughs) Um, I drank about three pounds worth of passion fruit margaritas. <laughs> I, well, I had anxiety. So um, th- th- that's how I feel about Mexico. Those, I just those drank are the, your anxiety away. Those are the things that, that worried me. Yeah. However, here are the things that I enjoyed about Mexico. Oh, I'm curious. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I'm curious to hear this. What did you actually enjoy about the trip? The weather was fantastic. Yes. We did have great um, weather. Hyatt Ziva really feels like a vacation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There's bars, there's restaurants, 
Um, the view when you first walk into the hotel is gorgeous. Beautiful, beautiful view. Um, I don't know if, uh, oh, and I especially enjoyed having my wife to myself uh, at night and during the day. Um, the freedom of knowing that I can sleep in, mm-hmm. right? Knowing that my kids are in good hands. They're with my mom. They're with your mom. They're with our parents. And and being with my wife, I mean, I, you know, the, the suite that we got had a hot tub. And being able to be in that hot tub with my wife, worry-free, right? There's not a baby napping. There's not Garrett running around. There's not, you know, yeah. any of that. I, I really enjoyed that, right? Um, I enjoyed the fact um, that it was uh, all-inclusive. Can I ask a question? Yeah. You went into a Mexican hot tub? You put your own, it's your own hot tub. Did I go into a Mexican hot tub? It is your own hot tub that you fill with your own water after, after. Did you bring it with you? No, No, you just poured it through the faucet. Our neighbor Jessica was like, you know, they don't really clean those things, right? Well, no, they they definitely cleaned it. But yes, Rick, we got into a hot tub together, me and my wife. And and it was. One of the one of the things that, that I enjoyed about specifically where we were staying is that it it had a private lobby with a pool table. Our tower, because there's like our, different towers. Our, our tower had a private yeah. lobby. They always had snacks. They always had food out. They had a refrigerator with every drink that yeah. you could imagine. As soon as you came down, there was a bartender in I our lobby. I love too that the food in our area, and this is a COVID thing, I'm sure, but I really appreciated it, was that there was someone there to serve the food. So people aren't like all over. Like Well, they were doing that because of COVID. Everything. Right. Yeah. They were doing that because of COVID. Um, so, I mean, there are things that, that I enjoyed. I especially enjoyed uh, the time that I got to spend with my wife. Right. Yeah. Um, but again, again, me thinking to myself, can I get the same thing and minimize risk? Oh, I mean, okay, look, the things that I really enjoyed about the vacation is, holy hell, I totally forgot what four nights in a row of undisturbed sleep feels like. And then to also be able to take a nap on a whim was amazing. I came back so well rested. And then I I did... It was hard because I had mommy guilt before we left. I felt guilty even asking our moms to come and look after the kids. I felt like they were like, you're crazy for leaving your baby at this age. Um, So I felt a lot of mommy guilt going into it. But then when I got back, I realized like we needed that. Like we got back on Monday and we hit the ground running. We? Okay, maybe you didn't need it, but you're not the one doing every single night with the baby. No, it's, it's... It's, it's me and you have a very unique situation and we talked about this. Yeah. We have a very unique situation that makes things very difficult sometimes for both of us. Okay. One of the things that I want is to be with my kids and to be in my home. And I don't not want to be with my kids. Let me explain because I am on the road from Thursday to Saturday, almost every single week where I have to leave my home, get on a plane to go to work, to then stay in a nice hotel. Is it a nice hotel? Yes, it is. But I am not in my own bed, and I am not with my wife, and I am not with my kids. And that truly, for me, hurts me. And I hate it. And 
I thank God I have the dad that I have that taught me that, Hey, when you got to work, you got to work. Yeah. Right. So I do what I got to do for now. Don't now before somebody goes, well, Steve, you don't have to, well, I'm working very hard to put myself in a situation where I don't have to travel Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right. I'm working very hard so that I can do theaters and do Friday, Saturday, and then I'm gone two days instead of three. And that's not that bad. Yeah. However, right now I am gone three days. I have to take a plane to go where I'm going. It's work. I have to stay in a hotel, which I don't care how nice the hotel is. I'm at work. Right. So what I want for me and for my needs is I want to be home. I want to be home in my bed, in my yard, with my kids, with my wife. That's Those are the things that I want. Right. Now, tell me, everybody what me, you want. I was going to say, meanwhile, I don't get to sleep in every morning like you do. Every um, morning? Well, no. When you're on the road, you if, if you don't have press in the morning, you are sleeping in. If you do wake up for press in the morning, you're coming back from press and sleeping in a Hold dark on. hotel room. Hold on. Disturbed. Wait a minute. But I'm at work. Till 1 o'clock in the morning. I don't get to bed till 3 a.m. Sure. Okay. Here's the thing. So is that I'm not sleeping in. I'm sleeping. But here's the things <laughs> I liked about the all-inclusive vacation. The no, adult no, vacation. No, no. Stay on the topic. The topic is what is it that you want? And we're trying to talk about why me and you have a tough situation. Because Renee is with the kids. It's not that, and and it's not even that I needed a break from my children because we have great children and I enjoy my time with them. It is that I need a little adult time with my husband. The clothes that, the clothes that I, I don't know if this is for every woman, but for me, the swimsuits and the clothes that I packed for our adult vacation are very different than what would have been packed in my suitcase had I been going with my children. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. Also, I would have been cutting up someone else's steak and feeding another little kid a bottle and eating cold food while my husband's over there eating his warm meal. Again, I am not disagreeing with anything that you're saying. What I'm trying to say is that because we have the life that we have, we have very different wants. And what you want is to not have to cut food for a baby or a kid. No, to to, eat a warm meal. To eat a warm meal, to be able to... To uh, not worry about how many margaritas I had at dinner because I'm going to have to to, wake up three hours later with a baby. To get out of your house and go somewhere nice. Right? Those are the things that you want. It doesn't even have so, to be far and out of my house. Look, I tried to plan a one night trip to a yurt for us I to get a little bit of adult what, time. I think you're missing where I'm trying to go with this. You're missing where I'm trying to go with this. Okay, the, where are you trying to go? What The point is that, that if you were to come to me and say, Steve, what is it that you want and what is it that you need? Right. I would say, I want to be home. I want to be with my kids. I want that if I could be with my kids at home. I'm very, very happy, right? And if you were to come to you and say, hey, what do you want? I'm not saying that you don't love your kids. I'm not saying that that you want to leave your kids all the time. You're basically saying, I want to get on a plane. I want to go to a nice hotel. I want no, to- No, there, there doesn't have to be a plane, but I want to go somewhere with just my husband for a few days where we can just focus on each other and it's not about the kids and it's not about work. And I under- and it can be someplace super close. It doesn't have to be Mexico. So then Is why it- did we go to Mexico? 
Because Jen and Jeremy encouraged it. And the truth is, you would not have taken four days for just you and I if they hadn't encouraged it. And they had encouraged it, and they planned this trip, and, and it was and to Mexico, and I was riding that way. Now, look, I love Jen and Jeremy, so so don't get me wrong. I did not book it because Jen and Jeremy forced me to. I booked well, of it. of course, they can't I, force you to book a trip. I, I booked it because you have been asking for it. You have been saying, I want to go on a real vacation. I would like to go to Mexico. I would like to go just me and you, right? That's why. And when they when they made the opportunity of, hey, and, and another thing that helped too is they, they go there quite often. Yes. So I felt a little safer. Jen was like our official tour guide yeah, and knowing, organized everything. Knowing that, and... that, that Jen and Jeremy, they know the ropes, right. right? So that made me feel a little more comfortable, Yeah. right? So... Uh, I didn't do it because, well, they forced me to, or they convinced me to, or they bamboozled me to. No, <laughs> the bamboozler was you. You put so much pressure on me to take you, and I'm happy to take you. That's my point. And my point is that my favorite part was spending time with you. My favorite part was, you know, again, we normally we would go to Vegas three times a year. Which I don't enjoy as much as and, you and, do. And, and I do it with but, you all the time. But we would get dressed up. We would have drinks together. We would party together. We would you go to dinners. You want me to watch you gamble and pretend like I enjoy it. That's not fair. Because when you go, we don't gamble till late at night. We do husband and wife time. No, but you like, at least pretend like you're having fun. I don't like to gamble. Like, it's not my thing. I've met in Vegas. I don't ask you to gamble with me. We go to dinner. We have drinks, we hang out, and I don't touch a table until later in the night. Is that true or false? And then I leave you, and instead of stumbling back to my room holding my husband's hand, I stumble back to my room by myself while you stay out and gamble. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. what happens. And instead of... And then we pass out at different of, times, and then of, we wake up at different times. We don't wake up at different times. And instead of eating breakfast with my wife, my wife's at the Miracle Mile shops shopping. So instead of waking up and having a nice breakfast with my wife, I'm eating breakfast alone because you're shopping. So stop with your fucking, well, look what Steve does to me. Stop. My point is that when we were doing Vegas before, uh -huh. there were times that me and you were alone together as a couple. Yeah. Going to night, we had adult fun. Yes. yes. Going to sure. nice dinners, yeah. having drinks together. And I missed that last year. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't get that. Right. Yes. So I was happy that, that we were able to do that. However, listen, Rick, I think there would have been no complaints about this Mexico vacation had a casino been involved. No, that's all I'm saying. No, I'm fascinated by how he can turn it against you. He stays up late, you know, gambling, and then he's like, but you're gone in the morning shopping no no i don't sleep in that's my point she i will wake up with her in the morning i'm just saying that renee on the don't podcast you have a whole joke about eating a gummy no, no, no. bear and being passed renee, out renee on the podcast it, it likes to try to make me look bad and i'm like wait a minute stop trying to make me look bad i make him look bro bad. for my wife to be like i have to stumble <laughs> Back to my room alone while my husband gambles with hookers. Like, oh my God. No. And by the way, nine times out of 10. You spent all your money on gambling. You can't afford the hookers. <laughs> no, you'd be surprised in, in Vegas. What they, 
No, my point is that, and normally, by the way, I, w- I always walk you to the elevator, give you a kiss and a hug, and tell you thank you. So stop acting I like. Was, I always push you into the elevator with bro. a creep and say, bye, babe. Yeah, she, she, and, and like, she doesn't want to go to bed. Um, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that I was happy to give you this vacation. I really was. And I want you to know that. Sincerely, it made me happy to do this for you. It really did. Even though, even I though. I enjoyed it. Regardless of your anxiety or how you felt about it, I knew that the chances of me going on another vacation like this is probably another five years. So I just enjoyed the heck out of it. I'm glad you did. And that was my goal. However, what, I was, what I'm trying to get to in this conversation <laughs> is that I cannot change the fact that it truly gave me anxiety. It really made me feel that no, way. No, I cannot I, change that's the That's a fact. very real feeling. I, you know, I acknowledge I that. also can't change the fact that I showed up sick in a time with COVID that, that also gave me anxiety, real anxiety. Yeah. I, I, I'm not making this anxiety up. It's a, it's real anxiety. And now what I'm trying to say is, but then what, I feel like once you got the positive, once you got your negative COVID test, cause I was woo, like, party time. If it, I was just, I wanted the results to come in before our private dinner. Cause we had this beautiful private dinner that was catered out on the pier. Um, and I was like, great. The results came in before that we can enjoy and not stress about the next couple of days. And then you started to stress about the weather back in Texas. And if that was going to keep us from getting here. And I was like, holy hell. Like- well, dude, it's, it's, it's literally thunderstorms are rolling through Dallas where we're flying back. And now I'm looking at the weather going, oh crap, we might not even get on our plane. So the, the point I'm trying to make is that, that this is real anxiety for me. Yes. Okay. It, it, I missed my children's my children deeply, you know, and, and it, and there was so many cool things to do there that I was like, Garrett would love that. That Garrett would love that. And I felt the Garrett same way too. Right. They had lots of cool activities for the kids and, and Garrett would have loved it. And we went snorkeling one day and it was like in a shallow area. Yeah, he could have done. Garrett could have gone snorkeling. That would have been an amazing experience. So, and the way I got away with my mommy guilt was I just kept telling myself he's five. He's not going to remember it anyway. So, <laughs> My goal with you is to go, okay, how can we eliminate? I'm, I'm happy we did it. I want to do it again. However, however. Well, well, just, just for posterity purposes, you want to do it again? With changes. <laughs> there are caveats. Okay. Well, no, but with changes, okay. right? Okay. Being aware that, oh, and then by the way, you know, Mexico is dangerous. I don't care what anybody says. It is dangerous there is cartel there are problems in mexico fact or fiction that is a fact see or no sure yes Yes. okay so renee wants to go see the bullshit mexican store with all the bullshit bullshits they sell all the little (laughs) trinkets that you throw away three weeks later i wanted to bring back some souvenirs so we all decide me jeremy jen and and renee you know it's, it's the afternoon it's probably a good time to venture into the town, and not even the town, the little Cancun Strip. I mean, right? the, the Strip. The, we're still yeah. in the resort Area. zone. They call right. it the resort zone. So we go, and Renee's looking at all the bullshit. Jen's looking at all the bullshit. Jeremy's with them looking at bullshit. Um, <laughs> so I sit outside, and I'm sitting on the curb, enjoying the weather, people watching. 14 cops. I counted them. 14 cops come flying from either direction of me. Seven from one side, seven from the other. And from me, I can see where they're all stopping. Lights on, right? And I'm like, okay, 
we got a situation here because I'm always watching, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, I know that Renee's wrapping it up, right? We're, yeah. we're almost done. And I was, by the way, I was checking out. We asked the taxi cab guy to stay there. We were just going to pay him to stay there. So he's there. And I'm like, all right, well, Renee's probably wrapping it up. And there's 14 cops over there with their lights on. And now people are starting to walk and almost run very fast from the area where the cops are. Then six or seven truck cops in a truck with dudes on the back of that truck with machine guns, six or seven of them roll up. And I'm like, that's it. I go, Renee's literally paying. I go, we got to go. And I'm trying not to to be panicky because I haven't heard shots fired, but I'm like, hey, we should really go. As I'm walking out, Jeremy's like, hey, bro, you see what's going on over there? I'm like, yeah. He's like, we should go. And I go, I've already told Renee, let's go, right? So Jeremy goes in to tell Jennifer, let's go. And Jennifer's like, oh, no, I want to buy these hats. And Jeremy's like, no, we got to go. And Jennifer's like, no, we got to, I want these hats. These, I like them. And Jeremy's like, Steve and Renee are already in the, in the cab. We got to go. And she was insistent. I don't care. I don't care if there's cops. It, whatever happened already happened. I'm going to get these no, hats. She no, was, she was like, maybe Steve's a little dramatic and it sounds like the cops have it handled. No, but her husband also was like, we got to go. Okay, so I'm sitting there panicked because we could have been out of there because Jennifer's buying a hat. She buys the hats. She gets in the car and, and I'm like, hey, Jennifer, like there's machine gun cops over there and people are leaving that area in a hurry. Okay, but if it okay. was that intense, how did the cab driver not even see it when he's standing outside the cab like this? He was not standing outside the cab. He was sitting in the car facing the other way. Now, I, I explained to Renee, Rick, that even in the States, even in the United States of America, if I'm somewhere and 14 cops show up and people start walking away from that area very fast, I'm gone. I don't want to be there. Yeah. But we're in Mexico. Then machine gun cops show up. Heavy artillery shows up. Now, if that happens in the States, I'm not buying a hat. <laughs> I'm leaving. So then Jennifer's like, y'all need to chill out. It's nothing, blah, blah, blah. We get in the cab to go to dinner that night. And Jennifer asked the cab driver, hey, do you know what happened today? And the cab driver says, yes, two guys got into a road rage accident and there was guns involved. And Jennifer was like, oh. And I'm like, yeah, oh. So that adds to my why go to Mexico. So what I'm saying is that I, I think that we can work out a situation where you get what you want. And I get what I want. I hope so. And, and and what I'm saying is that that could we not have the same vacation in the Florida Keys where we are still in the United States of America, right? Right. Well, and so that was my thing is that then, so for the rest of our life, we're only going to go to Florida. We're not going to go out and explore. Like, look, you just for, started this episode talking about how what an amazing and wonderful experience our wedding was. So you're not going, and we've now, never visited there before. For now. To minimize risk for now. To minimize risk for now, sure. Right? Let's get we rid of COVID. We have littles and let, yeah. Let, let's get rid of COVID, right? Is 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 Mexico the best option? My thing is that, you know, can we have the same vacation in the Florida Keys 
where me and you go, husband and wife. I'm sure it just costs a lot more. Where me and... Dude, we spent so much money on... And and that was the thing that drove me crazy going back to the all-inclusive. It's all-inclusive, yes. However, when you go to a nice dinner and you're like, ooh... When you're fancy tants... Fancy pants, Steve Trevino. You say, I'm the bougie one. No, but I like steak. And when you're like, ooh, look at that tomahawk steak. And they're like, oh, that's $100. Upgrade. You know, Jeremy's like, I want um, lobster. Well, that's an upgrade. You know, oh, well, that's a nice bottle of wine. Can we have that? That's an upgrade. So we still spent tons of money on upgrades, right? Oh, you want to have a a seat by the pool in a cabana? Because those are the only seats that are by the pool. You got to pay for the cabana. Oh, you want to be on the beach? Because you're not allowed to take chairs out there, but there's cabanas. You want to pay for it? Pay for it, right? So there's still all these, we still spent a lot of money. uh, And and you know, we have to tip, right? We're not the kind of people that they go, oh, it's all inclusive. These people don't need tips. No, we we tip. So we still spent a lot of money. And and I was trying to figure out, um, and we we talked about this, right? Yeah, what's the cost of most cost effective? Yeah, what's the math on it, right? Right. You know, we paid this much for all inclusive, but how much of that is the rooms and how much is that is the food? I definitely and, drank it in cocktails. Well, th- I mean, that's the one thing that, that, you know, as you know, I don't, I don't drink fruity drinks. Yeah. Right. No, I'd be um, like, I want a berry mojito. Oh, I want a passion fruit margarita. Oh, I want a. No. And know? look, I, I didn't know. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll have a, a I'll, I'll day drink. Maybe I'll do a pina colada. Right. Uh-huh. Well, because it's all inclusive. I, I take the risk. I go, screw it. Bring me a pina colada. <laughs> right. Uh, but if you're paying 15 bucks for that cocktail at a resort. I'm probably not going to get it. Yeah. Right. But it also answered my question. I don't like pina coladas. So, <laughs> <laughs> so moving forward, I don't need the pina colada. Right. Um, so there was some definitely some some pros and cons to um, the all inclusive. Yeah. H- however, I, I just think that me and you can go to the Florida Keys next year. Yeah. Right. Me and you two, maybe three days. Yeah. And then send our kids out after that. Yeah. Right. So that we also have a vacation that is that is what you want. Right. Yeah. Husband and wife. Or maybe time, we do the kids right? first and then they go home and we stick around to recover. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, I think we can do that too. My point is that I love you. I want to take you on a vacation, but I, I want to eliminate the anxiety that I have. I want to eliminate you know? your anxiety too. I want you to be able to enjoy the vacation as much as I enjoyed the vacation. And, and That's the, the whole point. For no, us to and, be able and, to do it together. It's and, a bummer that we and, can't enjoy it together. And, and I would say that I was very positive yeah. after not sleeping for... How many hours? Literally 36 hours I did not sleep. Yeah. I got to Mexico. I was sick. Right? And I will and also I, say next time, just for both of us, I will choose a place that has a casino. No, I, again, I don't need the casino. I enjoyed I enjoyed going out. The only bummer no, was... No, but regardless of where it was, even if it was Florida, you were such a busybody. You've said multiple times you were not a sit on the beach and read a magazine no, but, kind but, of guy. No, but, but, you know, they had that bar at, at Hyatt Ziva that was like the... Um, the brew house uh-huh. and uh, we walk in, they've got a great singer yeah. right? taking requests and they're really good. And we got into it, man. We got there and we were, we started tipping and dancing and hanging out. I could do that all night, but they cut us off at midnight. Yeah. At midnight they were like, Oh yeah, band's done. And I'm like, man, I want to party with my wife. Like I was yeah. excited. So, you know, can we party with my wife here? And, and you just couldn't. Yeah. So I don't need the casino. I don't mind going out and having drinks and having laughs and hanging out. They had a pool table. At one night, we 
we went and had drinks. You girls talked. Me and Jeremy played pool. You know. Yeah. So I don't need the casino. Yeah. I need I need things to do because my favorite part of um my favorite part of the vacation was the day that we rented the boat. Yeah. You know there was an activity. We woke up. We got on the boat. We went uh, on a boat cruise. They had mimosas waiting for us. They had beers. They had mixed drinks, whatever we wanted. Yeah. We went. We snorkeled for an hour and a half, two hours. At Isla Mujeres. It was so pretty. Oh, it was awesome. And then we got back on the boat. They made fresh ceviche for us. Delicious. That we ate. Then they took us on a little cruise while we ate. We went home. That I enjoyed that, right? Yeah. So if I could book the day before where I get to go fishing, right? It was the, it was the sitting on the beach on a, in a cabana or the pool in a cabana doing nothing that drove me insane. But you didn't even get in the pool. You didn't even get in the pool once the whole time we were there. Why do I have to get in the pool? Well, I'm just saying you're like, see, it was sitting there was boring. Well, maybe get in the water. Oh, you sit, might have the, sit in that. the pool. That's don't sit there. Sit there. Like I, I just can't sit. No, but all I'm saying is, is that, you know, I hope I hope that that Mexico gets to the point where we feel a little safer. Yeah. Right. I think had I not had, I the, hope that if there's a couple planning a Cancun vacation, <laughs> you didn't just ruin it for them. No, I, I mean, look, had it not been COVID, and that would have been um, alleviated. Uh huh. If you hadn't been so stressed about the COVID I, test. Yeah, I probably would have been a little better. Yeah. Right. You know, I, yeah. I probably would have felt a little better, and, and and especially with COVID, man, like COVID, you know, the rules change daily. Right. Yeah. They make up things daily. Right. You know, one day it's you have to wear a mask. The next day, well, you're OK not to. One day you have to. I thought to they were going to ask to see my know, immunization I mean, card and that never so, came up. So that was, you know, so if we, you know, once that gets eliminated, maybe I'll be more open to to going to Mexico and eliminating yeah. that anxiety. Right. Because ultimately we didn't have to go to the knickknack paddywhack store. Right. The yeah. bullshit store. I would have never seen those cops. Yeah. Right. We could have stayed on the on the premises on campus, if you will. Yeah. Right. And there was plenty to do there. Plenty of restaurants, plenty of candy stores, plenty of, of yeah. swimming and activities. They did shows every night. So I didn't really have to leave there. Oh, that so. was the other thing I loved is you don't like to share your food and I like to taste everything. So buffet breakfast is like I have a little of this, a little of that, a little of that. That's the cool part about the all inclusive too. So here's what I say. Here's what I'll say about all inclusive. If you have kids. Right. If it's probably kids, very cost effective if you have kids. It's very cost effective. And what a cool experience for little ones to be like, I want a virgin pina colada. But the food is a six. It's above average. It's not horrible. But it's not like, I give it oh, more wow. than a six. Seven. Steve's, Steve's the bougie one. No, br- breakfast and eight. Right. Breakfast is hard to fuck up. Right. Oh, no. Breakfast was great. All you the know, fresh juices and fresh. They'd make you a smoothie however you wanted. Your omelet. Breakfast was awesome. Oh, shoot. Um, okay. Uh, Aztec, speaking of, ask, we sold the car. <laughs> That's who the text is from. Yes. We, They're we, coming to pick up the car again. We stole. We, we stole. We sold. <laughs> we sold the car. Dude, Aztec Chevrolet. I'm so proud of those guys. They are freaking killing it. Thank all of you that are that are checking the website, you know, and, and buying cars from them because they yeah. are killing it right now. And they're so happy that they're selling so many cars. And, you know, usually the car I drive around within a month or three weeks, somebody's buying it. This one stayed in our home uh, we a, had little, it for a, bit, yeah. a little longer, but it's it finally sold. Yeah. And, and I'm proud of those guys. They're amazing. And they're bringing us another car um, to drive. So that's the driver bringing the other car to swap the cars out. So nice. 
Uh, Where are we getting this time? Do you know? Did they uh, tell you what we're getting? Buick Enclave. Oh, I've never been in a Buick Enclave yes, before. And they're very, they're cool cars. So yeah. I'm very excited about it. Um, so Aztec Chevrolet, we love you. Thank you for your continued support. And those of you that are supporting Aztec Chevrolet, thank you so much. And of course, oldsaltcoffee.com. Yes. Uh, Texas, uh, Trevino 10. 10. Trevino yes. 10. T-R-E-V-I-N-O 10 uh, for that. But to wrap things up, you guys are awesome. And we have a... Um, very special follow-up episode next week because Sunday Mother's Day is coming Day. up. Yes. Mother's Day is coming up. And we should talk about this because, you know, do I want to know from these ladies, as the husband of you, do I owe you a Mother's Day gift? <laughs> you're you're not you're not my mother. You're already trying to get out of it. Just go to Bucky's and get me a gas station. No, no, gift. no, but, but no, no, no. I'm, you're not my mom. <laughs> I'm sorry that Garrett doesn't have a job. I'm sorry that Garrett doesn't have a budget. But I'm going to buy my no, mom. You know Dude, my it's mom has a great son. It's my fine. mom's going to get a badass gift. It's fine. I, I told you I got my own Mother's Day no, no. gift. I wanted to take no, pictures with the kids in the blue bonnet. So I got my own Mother's Day gift. I want to hear I said, what people have to say covered. too. As the husband, do I owe you a Mother's Day gift on behalf of our kids? So you don't want a gift for Father's Day? No. No? I don't need anything. Okay. I need a roof over my kid's head. You know what would be nice? I need a happy family and a healthy family. You can just do it with Betty. Do something with their little handprints and their little footprints for me. That's all I'm saying. That's all you got to do is do something with their little handprints. All I'm saying is you're not my mom. (laughs) I'm not your mom. (laughs) So next time your dirty underwear all over the floor, I'm not your mom. Uh, No, but I do want to do something for you uh, for Mother's Day. And I think, Rick, are we doing a survey here? Okay, we're going to do a poll and we're going to decide what you guys think I should do for Captain Evil. And the options... I hope there's some good, they're good options. So breakfast breakfast for Renee in bed. Should I do that? Should I send her flowers? Or should I give her the leg show? Or should I spend more than $1,000 for her Mother's Day gift? Do you say you say that like you have something planned? Okay, you guys no, do me good. I'm not doing any of well, I'm not doing the thousand dollar one. I'm not doing the thousand dollar one. I just want to see all these Captain Evilers like, yeah, get to spend money on her. I want to see it. Um, well, th- that no, is- I just had a vacation. I feel very lucky. <laughs> Your face. I love you very much. You are beautiful. Uh, and I'm sorry, truly sorry that my anxiety got the better no. of me sometimes. No, we had a great time. Oh, we had a great time. I love you. Uh, thanks for watching, guys. As always, I am Steve Trevino, and that's Captain Evil. And by the way, somebody asked how to order the Captain Evil cups. Well, they're oh. not on the website. They are through I am Renee with an A on Instagram. You send her a message. You put in an order with her, and she sends them because it's a very limited situation. So yeah. thanks, guys. <laughs>